Zimbabwe's dollar slumps 26% and Kenya unlocks $1 billion of new IMF financing. From over 869 cities, 121 countries, Kush Investments brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse and everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC, INM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. The National Airline of Angola has announced its financial results for the financial year 2022, revealing a remarkable increase in net profit compared to the previous year. The airline reported a net profit of 460.1 million kwanzas, equivalent to 800,000 US dollars, representing a substantial 30% overall growth compared to 2021. On the international scene, airlines like Air Singapore and Emirates have also posted record-breaking profits. Derek Nseko, CEO of Airspace Africa, joins us for this episode to break down the profits galore. So it's really an interesting time for those with an interest in the financial health of, of the aviation sector. As we come to the close of, of uh, the financial year, internationally, if you look around, uh, for example, Emirates closed off its financial year ending March uh, with a record profit, three billion US dollars, a record profit in its history, and uh, this is going around. This trend is actually moving around as far as uh, uh, the Asia Pacific. We have Singapore Airlines that also recorded profit of two billion US dollars, which is a, a record in its history. This profit is actually being passed on to the shareholders, to the workers. Uh, for example, Singapore Airlines is paying its workers up to eight months' salary as a bonus. Emirates, uh, on the other hand, is paying uh, its shareholder $1.2 billion in dividends. It's, it is a ridiculous uh, a season uh, for, uh, for, for some of these international airlines, but these are some of the biggest airlines in the world, and they've reacted very well to the recovery of the aviation sector globally. These are airlines that really also... Uh, are put in place uh, uh, great measures to mitigate the effects of the COVID pandemic and they were very quick and very agile enough to scale up uh, when they show the green shoots of recovery. So yes, the industry uh, is without a doubt getting back uh, to where we are, where we know it to be, and these these are very po- these are more than positive signs uh, from the International Air Transport Association (IATA). They've already projected that this is the year that the in after three years of loss making, this is the year that the industry will bounce back and make a profit. Uh, the industry is expected to make a profit of around 4.7 billion US dollars. But uh I I expect IATA, as as with every year, to revise that figure. Last year, uh the, the loss was supposed to be around 9.7 billion US dollars, and it was later revised to uh uh 5.7 billion US dollars uh I might be wrong 5.9 billion US dollars yes so uh with what we're seeing going on now you expect that perhaps the industry might even perform better than was expected yes passenger passenger demand is at an all-time high uh it is much higher than was anticipated uh, people are really keen to travel again people have money to spend more money than they've uh than they've had before, especially because uh, uh, 
during the past few years, uh, people have not spent as much on travel as they used to. So it's a great time for the airline industry, but especially uh, for those airlines that have been able to to revise their business models and uh, to tailor their businesses to the demands of the industry post-pandemic. Yes, so uh, if you look at the African continent and uh, in Africa, uh, interestingly, we do have uh, as well news of an airline that recently posted a profit, uh, which is uh, Tag, Tag Angola. Tag Angola posted around mm, close to a million US dollars, uh, which is not bad for an African carrier. By the way, the African aviation industry is uh, projected by the International Transport Association to make a collective loss of around 200 million US dollars. Well, the African aviation industry has really been uh, in, 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 in the red uh, for a while now, but its loss making will, will go down for this, uh, uh, for this year, 2023, to a, project, a projected amount of around 200 million US dollars. So yeah, to see the likes of Tag Angola uh, posting a profit is, 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 is positive news as well for the African aviation industry. It goes to show that the industry is also very much well on its way. Uh, to bouncing back into great health, the demand for travel on the continent is just is as is high as well as 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 is with the rest of the world, and we expect uh, to hear the same kind of news from uh, from the traditional profitable carriers such as uh, Ethiopian Airlines, uh, perhaps even Airlink and the like. You know that have uh, have really uh, held the flag of uh, of well run and profitability uh, on the in the African aviation sector. So yes, uh, all in all, I think it's it's optimism all around globally and in the African uh, aviation space. And a quick look at the market. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. Zimbabwe's dollar slumped 26% at an auction on Tuesday after a report by two separate commissions said it was overvalued and urged the government to loosen foreign currency controls. The local currency now officially trades at 1,888 Zimbabwe dollars to the US dollar from 1,440 a week ago, according to the results of a foreign exchange auction run every Tuesday by the central bank. That brings it much closer to the power market rate between 2300 and 3000 Zimbabwe dollars to the US currency as authorities try to close the gap that caused severe price distortions of basic goods and services. A report by two separate commissions released today said Zimbabwe dollar was overvalued and urged the government to loosen foreign currency controls and allow market forces to determine the exchange rate. The Competition and Tariff Commission and the National Competitiveness Commission said in a joint report on the prices of basic goods and services that the market should set both the exchange rate and prices. And a quick trip around Africa. The International Monetary Fund staff and Kenya have reached an argument that could unlock more than $100 billion of new financing, which could help relieve pressure on government finances in the East Africa's largest economy. Kenya's finances have been under strain from rising debt repayments and the effects of the worst drought in four decades, although... The IMF's managing director said earlier this month that she was not expecting the country to default. The IMF in a statement said the arguments include the latest review of the extended fund facility and the extended credit facility arrangements approved in April 2021 and a new arrangement under the Resilience and Sustainability Facility. 
fund staff agreed with Kenyan officials to extend the extended fund facility and the extended credit facility arrangements by another 10 months to April 2025 to give more time to meet all the requirements and to increase the amount of money available to Kenya under those facilities by 500 and 44 million US dollars. Kenya will also access about $554 million under the resilience and sustainability facility designed to bolster climate change resilience and adaptation. The IMF said cumulative funding committed to Kenya under the three facilities amounts to about $3.5 billion and that the staff level argument was expected to be considered by the board in July. The World Bank will press for more grants and new capital from member countries, even as it leverages its balance sheet to scale up lending for responses to climate change and other global crises. This is according to the manager director of operations. The lender will rally donor support for a newly established crisis facility for the world's poorest countries that face overlapping global crises, including severe climate events. That facility sits within the International Development Association Fund, the World Bank's fund for the poorest countries. The latest replenishment was fast depleted by the pandemic. COVID-19 pushed many poor countries into debt distress into debt distress as they were expected to continue servicing their obligations in spite of a massive shock to their finances. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of The K Financial. If you have any suggestions or just want to check out more stories, visit the website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial. And you can find me at Withadong.